You're watching Badass Lady Folk. I'm your host, Christine Stoddard. And this episode, my guest is Jada Bennett. Hi, Jada! Hi, Christine. It's so wonderful to have you, Thank Jada. You for Actress, singer, Brooklyn Cyclones. What is your title there? <laughs> um, technically, it's Fame Creative Services, but oh. I do a lot of entertainment coordinating there. So. Okay. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we met at the White Blacks, mm -hmm. which is a production that has come up on the show a couple different times yeah. because I had Melanie Gaudreau, the writer-director, on. I had Holly Harper Actually, on today, since I am insane and recording multiple episodes back to back. I feel like that's a very Christine thing to do. Like, knowing you, there's just always something going on. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just manic energy. Uh, so, when, when I met you at that production, I was immediately struck by your range. Because you played a couple different characters. Yeah, I did. Like, three different Yes, and you also sang in it, and you I sang did. beautifully. Thank you. And no one else really sang, so it was <laughs> nice to have some singing in that show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to sing in the audition for that show, so were that you, was fun. Were you told you'd be singing? No, not, uh. not initially, no. I, um, so. I knew that was the answer. <laughs> Melanie. Um, so, so, yeah, I auditioned for that show, um last year that was last year and I came in I knew I I knew that the show had already been done before mm. and I, that I was coming in and I wasn't sure how many people had done the show before that were coming back I wasn't sure you know who I wasn't sure how everything was going to work but um I went in and I knew that I would be playing a couple of characters but I also didn't know the extent of all of that <laughs> So I read for both Raonica. No, Raonica doesn't have lines. I read for um, Gladys and Patricia. Only one scene for for each one, and um, they were very different <laughs> from each other. And I was like, okay, all right, let's let's roll with this. So uh, yeah, definitely tested that show. Tested how much I could do in. At once. Yeah. <laughs> um, because even though I had smaller, uh, smaller or shorter time on stage, I knew that I had a lot to convey in that mm -hmm. short amount of time. So I was just making sure um, that when I was in that character, I was in that character, just living in that person's mm -hmm. world and making that world as big as I possibly could so that the words that I was saying still had the story behind them. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I would then... do that show again in a heartbeat. Dur yeah, no, it was a beautiful show. So then during the audition, they were just like, hey, can you sing? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I was reading for Patricia, and um, there's a scene when you and, you and I are in the scene together. Yeah. And, um, and I'm a mean white girl. Yeah, it was Mean fun. wannabe white girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time. Um, you were a passe blanc in the street, and I knew you and knew who you were. And so then when I had to uh, read that um, in the audition and it said the hills are alive because I was singing The Sound of Music. And so I just went for it and sang it. And they're like, fantastic. Oh. Great. So you're going to really then sing this. <laughs> 
she was like she kind of said like can you sing it can you do it so i just i sung it and i went for it and she's like it it really did it for us so now you're doing this in the show <laughs> i was like sounds good. <laughs> great <laughs> so how did you get into acting ooh um i mean i always have been doing it since mm-hmm. i was little um i was always that kid that was like set like doing performances for my stuffed animals and for my family and for like I did it all the time I made my little brother do it <laughs> like <laughs> so uh I've always been around arts I started as a dancer first mm-hmm. and then um when I really got into like acting and shows would have been uh my fifth grade year I had just moved to a new town mm. and I met some people and they were doing the school musical and um, so I decided to do it as well. Aww. And it was so Cinderella. you would have friends? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, it was Cinderella, and I got the fairy godmother, and oh. ever since then, I did every school musical, like, from then on till I graduated. And then sophomore year in high school, I was doing hairspray and decided that I just wanted to do it forever, so <laughs> here we are. Aww. <laughs> Yeah. So what kind of dancing did you start doing? Um, I did. So every little girl who has who did dance as a little kid and started at like two, three years mm-hmm. old, did the same tap ballet combo class. So <laughs> I did not. So I don't actually know what this is. So that the combo class and the thing is, I've, I've taught it now, too. <laughs> so it's like a classic um, class that you take little kids and you put them in this class and half of the time you're in the it's usually like a 45 minute to an hour long class Mm -hmm. and you take half of the class is tap and half of the class is ballet so you will take your tap shoes and put them on for the beginning of the class and you do your little tap taps and your rhythms and your shuffles and your ball changes and all that and then you usually uh, change your shoes, and then they go in with your arabesques and your pliés and all that good stuff. So it's fun because a lot of the time when I hear dancers that like have gone through it since they were little, they took that combo class. <laughs> you can always find a combo class on somebody's dance brochure. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, great. It worked for me. <laughs> so... I started out in ballet and then, like, baby tap. I got rid of the tap. I did, like, jazz for a very long time. Um, Also, acrobatics. That was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I did acro for a really long time. A really long time. And I was good at it. I loved acro. How do you get into that? I don't know. Um, (laughs) And this was at a dance school? Like, a community dance school? Yeah, so I went to... A dance center, and then I um, switched dance centers and stayed at this one center for almost 10 years, I want to say. And um, This I was is there. childhood going into adolescence? Yeah. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I danced um, with a few different dance teachers, um, but the one that I took most classes with, her name was Shante Andrews. Um, you said that and your voice went up, so I'm assuming you like this yes, lady. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she, she taught me a whole lot, a whole lot about um, performance in general. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, yeah, I owe a lot of that to her. And... She was my acrobatics teacher. 
And so one thing that she did that like I think I've also carried on, <laughs> uh, which can be a great thing a lot of the times, and sometimes it just causes myself stress, but I do it <laughs> anyway, um, is when I'm like, you know what? I don't know if this is going to work, and I'm going to make this thing up myself. I'm, I'm just going to make this up, and we're going to see if my students can do it. Who knows? But now I really want it in the dance. So um, I'll never forget one of my favorite acrobatics pieces that we did was uh, To Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. <laughs> Love that song. It was fantastic. Wait, how old were your students? No, like it was when I was a kid. Oh, it was with, okay, yeah. with you. With oh, I you. Scott, got and it, got I it. would still choreograph to that song. Okay. Like, okay. Next time I get the chance, I'm going to do it. But <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she choreographed a, um, an acro piece to bring me to life by Evanescence. And at the end, she's like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Um, another girl in my class, she said, you're going to go into a back bend. And Jada, you're going to do a chest balance on top of her stomach. You're just <gasps> going to grab under her back and balance on top of her stomach for that long, that really long note that Amy Lee holds in the song. And that that note has never felt so long. <laughs> <laughs> but to wow. this day, I was, and that's how the piece ended. And I was like, fantastic. This is what we're going to do. I, I, I just roll with the punches and they were always great numbers. Gosh. They were fantastic. So I did acro for a long time. Yeah. And then I got into cheerleading because it was dance and acro mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff all rolled into one. And uh, it, at that time, it was the early 2000s. So, like, everybody wanted to be a cheerleader at the time, like, in school and, like, you know. So I did I did a little bit of everything that you could possibly do. Hmm. Yeah. So how do you think all of that informs what you do at the Cyclones today? Um. Well, I mean, that just goes to how I started at the Cyclones. Yeah. I started there um, just auditioning for their dance team. So just like any other sports, entertainment, dance team, you know, we dance during the game, pregame, sometimes after the game. We Whoa. interact with fans, all kinds of stuff like that. And um, it, I had never heard of a cheerleading or dance team baseball before mm -hmm. which I was happy about because I love baseball my family loves baseball <laughs> like um so I it was nice to be able to have baseball and have dance in the same place yeah and that's my job like <laughs> <laughs> so all of that really did just inform like that's how I got mm -hmm. to the cyclones in general was that one audition post and since I've been there, that was in 2019. Mm -hmm. And so since I've been there, I've just done a little bit more and a little bit more every season until this past season where, you know, now I'm coordinating a lot of the entertainment that comes in from the outside. Um, I help run the dance team. I coach the youth dance teams there uh, with my um, coworkers and my partners who who are there and they're amazing too. It's just a great atmosphere to be at. Mm -hmm. um, and then another thing that I do there is I'm able to help come up with and formulate um, our theme nights. So minor league baseball is like a lot about fan interaction. <laughs> and we find themes and make these themes that are going to have the most fan interaction or going to make it fun or bring people into the into baseball who don't typically you know who might not typically be there so 
we had a lot of good stuff this season, a lot of new stuff. Uh, we bring back all of our old stuff. Like Seinfeld Night is always a good one. Star Wars <laughs> Night is always a good one. Um, but, you know, we did Broadway Night. We've done, we did a Taylor Swift type of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was great. It was it was a good time. So it was, it, it all of the theater experience and dancing and acting and all of that experience literally led me to the second. Yeah, yeah. So it's been nice. What do you think is the most surprising thing about working for the Cyclones? Surprising for you and then also surprising when you tell people? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing but surprises. That's what I tell people. Um, I think the most surprising thing is that, well, one of the most surprising things is that there are a lot of women that I work with. It is still a male-dominated field. However, I work with a lot of other women in in the office, not just on the dance team. Okay. Um, and not just on the level of the Cyclones, too. You know, there are women who, who work uh, even at the Mets and, mm. um, and as well as the other minor league organizations. But there's a lot of women, and it's pretty cool to see yeah. because there. I think that when you have that full spectrum of all different genders and races and mm -hmm. everybody represented, uh, you get a lot more people who want to come yeah. and experience it because we're putting out things that maybe this group of people might want to mm -hmm. partake in maybe this group of people might want to partake in you know it's not just it's not just about oh baseball it's a man sport <laughs> you can you know you can come and there's no crying in baseball like it's i mean yeah. we love it and and it's just cool to see mm -hmm. so that that is a surprising thing to me because you always think about how sports are still male dominated Oh, yeah, for Arena. sure. No pun intended. I, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't imagine there being a ton of women. Yeah, um, but it's great. There are a lot, and, and we do a lot. And I get to, um, I do tours at the, at the Cyclone Stadium, and I get to tell kids about women's contributions to baseball, too. Um, what are some of the highlights? Well, uh, <laughs> One of those things um, would be the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, if you've ever seen the movie A League of Their Own. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that happened um, during World War II. <laughs> and um, a lot of women, they, they came and they played baseball. And, you know, if you think about the women's efforts during World War II, like we weren't over fighting in the war, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we were here. Right. Like literally keeping the country standing and that didn't just include building things and being in the factories. That included entertainment too and sports. Mm -hmm. So we huh. you know, having having that little bit of history is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool cuz it, you know, I don't know. I just think it's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's that's women in baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a woman I... in baseball thing. I do, okay, the, the word surprising mm -hmm. uh, made me realize there was something I meant to ask you mm -hmm. earlier. So 
Some people will ask, why should small children take a dance class? Mm. Because there's this idea that, oh, well, they can barely stand up. Like, they have no coordination. So from someone who has worked with small children and was a small child <laughs> who took a dance, many dance was classes. Was a small child once. <laughs> why? There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, I mean... If you just look at the question of, like, what do you see when you look at ballet dancers? You see balance. You see poise. Mm -hmm. You see strength. Like, kids need to learn all these things as a child. Right. <laughs> you can't just be 25 one day and say, well, I think it's time for me to balance. Like, you can't. <laughs> you have to learn how to walk. You have to learn how to stand. You have to learn how to do all kinds of things that we do every day. Mm -hmm. So, it's just basics, learning balance, learning um, how your body feels, mm -hmm. learning control of your body, uh, learning the space around you. These are all things that we need to know as human beings, and it, it makes it just a little bit easier when mm -hmm. your kid is in dance class. Um, also, expression. A lot of the time, kids are not taught how to express themselves Ooh. emotionally physically yeah you're not taught how to express yourself and then when you get to be an adult people express uh, people expect you to express yourself <laughs> <laughs> and it's like well it would have been cool if there was something when they were a kid yeah. that would have maybe helped them do that oh mm -hmm. look there's a dance class like all of this you know all of it is it, it contributes to just being a working human in society. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as silly as it sounds, I feel like we just need more well-running humans in society. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dance class can help with that. And it's not just, like, tutus and pretty dresses and glitter. Like, no, it's hard. It is hard. You know, it. you have to really take care of your body. You have to take care of your mind. You have to take care of... Um, you know e everything, mm -hmm. and you use your body as an, an as an instrument, um, in order to do that. So just taking pride as well is something that dance classes can help with. Yeah. Speaking of things that are hard, mm -hmm. you it, but also full of glitter. <laughs> you have done pageants. Yeah. So tell me about those experiences. Yeah. So I always like to tell people that, um, during COVID. During the lockdown, uh, everybody picked up a hobby, and I picked up the most expensive hobby you possibly could pick up, so that was great for me. <laughs> so, But what inspired it? What made you go one day, I'm going to enter a beauty pageant? Yeah, so a lot of things. I had always grown up watching like Miss America, Miss USA on TV. Um, I always, and I know that my pageant people are going to get on the, get on me for this, but I also did watch Toddlers and Tiaras as a kid. <laughs> I loved, like, it was just a wild show to me, and so I just watched it all the time. Oh, um, do people in the community say, like, no, it's off limits? No, 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 no. It's just, like, the point of that being that everything that you see, like, on TV is completely is almost completely different than like a lot mm. most of what pageantry is. Okay. Like you still have the glitz pageants and you still have, you know, all kinds of stuff. And those things are great because they still do teach kids a lot. It's a lot different mm -hmm. than when you're outside looking in. So, um, 
so I had, I think it was something that I always wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I never really had the opportunity to do. And then I found myself with a lot of time on my hands, <laughs> as we all did. Um, and so I did a lot of research and a lot of, it took a lot of practice and a lot mm. of um, people that have been in the, in the pageant industry um, and all of that to really like help me go into the right direction Mm -hmm. so I did research I found a pageant system that I thought would fit me really well um they are absolutely amazing what are they called international united miss they're fantastic they really it is really um a family there they they are very much about empowerment and sisterhood and you know, every good thing that you could possibly think of. And mm-hmm. if that happens to include a nice dress and some heels and hair and makeup, then it just does. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not all about that. Like, yeah. it's not, I wouldn't call it a beauty pageant. Okay. I, would, I did yeah. catch myself like, no, oh, it's fine. should I have said talent pageant no, or something else? No, okay, okay. you're fine, yeah, because, I mean, what do we know about pageants Look from the outside yeah. looking in? It's about beauty. It's about, the, but it's, there it's so much more than that mm-hmm. too is and and I knew that going in but it's also something that I've learned even more of um I grew up my mom was in a sorority and I have friends who went to sororities in college and I was just I grew up around it and but I never saw myself as like a sorority girl and yet here I am with a bunch <laughs> of sisters across the country and like people that actually care about you know how you're doing and people that I was I'm just talking to my group message uh my uh, yeah my group message now with my um sisters that I met through doing pageants and it's just amazing and it's crazy that putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. in such a way to be judged is basically what you're doing um helped me with my confidence and Mm. didn't knock it down and I, I do attribute that a lot to IUM, International United Miss, because of the fact that they're, they are so much about, this is about who you are as a person. Like, most of the score is about interview. Hmm. And so you have to be able to speak. You have to be able to have something on your mind. You have to yeah. have a point of view. You have to, and, and a, lot, a lot of what we don't see in pageantry, even the ones on TV, is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't see the interview portion of Miss America, or well, you do with Miss America, but you don't see the interview portion of Miss USA and Miss Universe. Miss Universe. You see the onstage question, but mm-hmm. that's a little different than sitting and having a conversation with somebody about um, maybe a platform that you have mm-hmm. or community service initiative and stuff like that. That's the stuff that they don't show on TV because it's not good TV. But <laughs> But that's the stuff that it really entails yeah so I love that part of it you kind of already answered this question but here's another chance to throw in whatever you didn't (laughs) so what feels empowering about pageants for you um being able to know that my point of view matters Mm. and having a platform to be able to help other people because I love helping other people mm-hmm. and just being around other people. Um, I like the fact that that stuff can make me feel good on the inside, mm-hmm. and then I can make my outside match 
how good that makes me feel on the inside. <laughs> like, it's cool to, for me, I think, it's cool to have all these things that you're doing be so um, into community service and mm -hmm. public speaking and advocacy and also be really good at walking in heels and wearing yeah. nice dresses. Like, <laughs> I think that that's awesome. Like, that's so cool to me. And it's almost like, it's you know how, like, Superman, like, is Clark Kent, wears the glasses mm -hmm. and the and the button-up and stuff? It's kind of like that because I don't always dress like that down the street. I love a good pair of sweatpants. I love putting my hair up in a bun. I love That's how I mostly stay. <laughs> <laughs> it is most comfortable to me. But that also doesn't mean that I can't you know, put in my clip in hair extensions, do a full face of makeup, get on stage and talk to people about what matters to me. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a very empowering thing to have the inside and the outside line up and mm -hmm. match. It's just cool. And then on the other side of things, I think it's also really cool to see young girls who do start pageants at a young age. At IUM, you can start pageants at five. Whoa. Yeah. And it's like a whoa to people. But like I said, it's about interview. It's about, you know, your advocacy. It's about your community involvement. It's about it's, little kids learning that stuff mm -hmm. at a young age is amazing. Some of these kids can speak better than adults that I know. <laughs> and I like some of these kids I'm having full conversations with and I'm like, wow, like, you have a lot to say and you're so articulate about it and, like, I'm having a conversation with you as a child that, like, I can't have with some adults. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's... All if this is what pageantry is going to do, mm -hmm. then that... It's needed. And it's, you know, there's always going to be the debate of, do we put makeup on kids? Do we put crazy mm -hmm. hair on kids? And, and there's pageant systems that do that, mm -hmm. pageant systems that don't do that. IUM happens to be one... That, you know, you're not allowed to wear makeup as hmm. a kid. You have to wait until you're a junior teen. Which is makeup. what age? 16? Um, it, a junior teen is 13. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's 13. But, I mean, I think when I was a kid, that's kind of when I started to kind of get into makeup yeah. was, like, middle school. Mm -hmm. So it's it kind of lines up. Um, but it's not about what's on the outside first it's about yeah. on, what's on the inside first and these little girls who you know get into pageantry young start interviewing start um you know public speaking really young they don't have that fear growing up mm -hmm. they could walk into any job interview room give an interview and get the job mm -hmm. because they started doing that when they were a kid they learned that as a kid and that's empowering to like young generations too mm -hmm. that they would have an avenue to learn how to do those things um yeah i think that that's super important and yes pageantry can sometimes be the stuff that you see on tv but it's it that tip of the iceberg mm -hmm. tip of the iceberg there's so much of like unexplored stuff that people just don't see when they think of pageantry you know, they see the little kids in in big hair and big bows and makeup and stuff, but they don't ever take the time to listen to how those kids speak. And they yeah. they can speak pretty dang well. <laughs> they blow me out of the water sometimes. So it's cool. 
And actually, on that note, <laughs> very well said. We are all out of time. No Thank you very much, Miss Jada Bennett. <laughs> you have been watching Badass Lady Folk or listening. I'm your host, Christine Stoddard. Tune in next time.